Let's worship the Lord and let's magnify him and let's glorify his holy name. Jesus, you are so good and you are so worthy of praise and of glory and of honor. My God, don't you feel the presence of the Lord in this house? I am so thankful for what I feel. You do not feel this everywhere. And I am glad. I am glad for what I feel in this house. Praise God. And um, I, I too consider it a privilege and an honor to be behind this sacred desk. Um, your, your pastor and his fine wife, they... It's always good to know. You, you know that you have a good man of God. And you know that you, that you have a, a good woman of God here in Elder and Sister Riggin. But, uh, you know, it, it, always does some, it always does you good when, you, when someone can come and say, You know, your pastor is spoken of so very highly all throughout our fellowship. He is very loved and he is very respected and and he is an outstanding preacher of the word of God I remember several years ago when we were blessed to have him preach at West Coast Conference and uh, he preached I think you preach what Wednesday night does the banner still wave and uh, it it was a tremendous uh, it was a tremendous message and it was a blessing to uh to my soul and and uh, he is very respected and and i just feel at home here on on a thursday night uh you know when we're at when we're having church we have church on thursday night in kalinga as well and uh and and even though it might be a midweek bible study uh when when we sing there's running and jumping and shouting and and uh, we just get with it we just believe in having church praise god and it's good to see that you feel the same way here praise the lord amen if you have your bibles turn with me to the book of hebrews chapter number 10 and the book of zechariah chapter number four now i i woke up very early this morning and was just seeking after the lord and and the last couple of days on my way here and and during pre-service prayer when at the end when uh your good pastor got up and and uh, started saying uh just just exhorting a little bit to keep us to pray for just a little bit longer he he made a statement and when he made the statement if i would have been a little bit younger of a man and maybe not as uh, assured that I really had heard from God, I probably would have started digging through my Bible uh, to find something else to preach. But I just now, uh, knowing what I know and, um, and, and uh, feeling what I feel, I just feel a confirmation in the Holy Ghost what it is that I'm going to be preaching tonight. Hebrews chapter number 10, one verse of Scripture, verse number 32 says, But call. To remembrance the former days in which after you were illuminated ye endured a great fight of afflictions but call to remembrance the former days in which after you were illuminated you endured a great fight of afflictions Zechariah chapter number four again one verse of scripture verse number six then he answered and spake unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Say it with me together. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the 
the Lord of hosts. Let's pray. My God, right now I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus that you, my God, would come down and that you, my God, would move tonight. I pray if there is somebody in this house that needs the Holy Ghost, that you would fill them with the Holy Ghost. Let a hunger begin to start to get into somebody's soul right now. That you are going to do something in their life. That you are going to do something in their situation. My God, I pray in the name of Jesus that you, my God, would touch the young people. My God, I pray that you would touch the discouraged. I'm asking in the name of Jesus that you, my God, would touch each and every one of us. And for we're going to give you nothing but the praise and the glory and the honor. And everybody said, Amen. You may be seated. God bless you for standing so long. Praise the Lord. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. You can feel the brush of angels' wings. You can see glory on people's faces. Here tonight, I am here to tell you, you might have come walking through the door just thinking you were going to come to the house of God on a Thursday night. But I'm going to tell you something every time that we get together. The Lord knows what it is that he wants to do. He knows what he thinks. He knows the thoughts that he thinks to Towards us, saith the Lord. They are thoughts of peace and not of evil to bring us to an expected end. He wants you to make heaven your home. He wants to take you someplace that he has never taken you before. But you've got to be hungry for it. You have got to be seeking him for it. You have got to just say, you know what? I'm stepping out of the way. You must increase Jesus in my life. But for it to happen, I have got to decrease. What would happen in this house if each and every one of us just decided to take a step back and say, tonight, Jesus, I want you to do something in my life. I want, come on, you need healing in your body. You can get it. It's not by might. It is not by power. But it is by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. You need the Lord to touch you. You need the Lord to strengthen you. I'm telling you, it's in this house tonight praise God praise God praise God oh don't you feel the Holy Ghost in this place mm -mm -mm. don't you feel like the Lord wants to do something in your heart don't you know that he wants to do something in your life you've got to Take your flesh, put your flesh aside and say, I know that God has got something for me tonight. I might not understand it. I might not know everything. But this one thing I know, I can feel Jesus and I know that he wants to do something in my life tonight. I know that he wants to take me somewhere tonight. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Now, I, I hate to say this, but... Sunday night in Kalinga, right before we left, uh, the message that I preached on Sunday night was uh, random rambling thoughts on a bad hair day. That was the title of the message. Uh, and, and uh, you know, I still feel a little, I still feel a little, uh, a little of that in my spirit right now. Uh, I got, I've still got another random rambling thought before I can really get to the main thought that I've just been chewing on all day here today. Uh, you know, we went to breakfast this morning at Cracker Barrel and, uh, and, and that's one thing that I miss. I'm originally from Chicago. Uh, you might say he doesn't sound like he's from California because I'm not originally from California. I'm originally from, uh, from Chicago. And uh, you know, there's one thing that California does not have and that we have been told that California will never have, and that's Cracker Barrel restaurants. Uh, and and uh, you know, uh, there's just nothing like good Cracker Barrel. Uh, you know, that hate to talk about food uh, especially if you haven't eaten dinner before uh, you came to the house of God but uh, we were in Cracker Barrel and uh, and and sometimes my wife and my kids kind of cringe because I will talk to a dog if it would talk back I, I just that's just me I, I just I, I talk to people my wife says I talk in my sleep to myself and I answer myself back uh, you know I, I I don't know it's just one of those things and uh, anyway so there there we were in Cracker Barrel, and, and there was a young lady that was uh, going to sit, uh, was going to seat us. And uh, she looked uh, just like, I'm not going to say the city that I was in. It wasn't in Alothi, um, but, uh, 
but uh, it was in another city and, and, and it don't matter. But the young lady that sat us, she looked like someone that was cookie cut out of one of our churches. Uh, she, she looked like she was an apostolic young lady. And uh, I, I went up, as, as I came up to her, I said, well, hey, little sister, where do you go to church? And uh, all of a sudden she looked at me and she got a, she kind of got a smile on her face and, and she kind of hesitated for a, for a second and she said, I don't go to church. And I said, well, you should. I mean, I'll tell you what, it, you talk about being caught flat-footed and you talk about wanting to take your shoe and stick it in your mouth and say, you know, I don't have a bar of soap, so I'll just stick my shoe in my mouth. Uh, that was me uh, this morning. And she, I don't go to church. And, and so I thought, man, I, got, I better think fast. So I said, well, you should. And, and so then... Uh, we, we got done and, and, and she must have told people, hey, this guy must think that I go to church because you could see people coming out uh, of the, you know, of the, of the serving area there and they're all looking at me. Well, why didn't you ask me if I went to church? Well, if it walks like a duck and it talks like a duck, it's probably a duck. So I wasn't going to ask. And I already found out that I failed the duck test because this, this walked like a duck. Didn't know if it talked like a duck, but boy, I found out that it didn't. So, so I thought, you know, I, I'm, I've already struck out. You know, in, in, in sailor's ball game, you only get one strike and one strike, you're out. So I just, I went to the bench. And so we drove and we went to the, uh, the, the Dwight D. Eisenhower uh, Museum this morning. And, and we spent a little bit of time there and we were heading back. And, and I stopped to get gas. And all of a sudden there I am at the Shell station. And uh, I'm, I'm going to get, I'm pumping gas. My wife is going to uh, get us some water to drink. And, and all of a sudden this, I hear the voice of a woman. And she says, you're Pentecostal, ain't you? Oh no. And and I turned and I looked and I said, "Yes, I am." And she said, "Why well, used to be?" I used to be. And so what happened? And she said, "You know, life." And and uh, then, then she started talking to me. She started telling me her story. And, and you could just tell that there was something inside of her that said, I just want to come back home. I, I just, I want to come back home. But yet in her voice, you could just tell that, that she felt like I have gone so far that there's no way that I can ever make it back. And uh, you know, I'm going to tell you something. You might feel like I, I've gone too far. You might feel like you just don't know who I am and you just don't know what I've done. I'm here to tell you, you don't know the God that we serve and you don't know the power of Jesus Christ. He can do anything. There is nothing that is important possible you haven't gone too far if you're in the house of God you're still able to be reached praise the Lord let's worship him and, and and so there there I was just I, I had these two encounters and and I just don't believe in coincidence I just do not believe in coincidence. And, and all of a sudden, I, I just I started thinking about something. And there's something that's been in my craw for several years now. Uh, being in California, my, my mom and dad, they, they are, they're snowbirds. They have a house in Arizona, and then they have a house in Indianapolis, Indiana. And uh, uh, there is, there's a time change. You guys are kind of tired right now because it, it might be close to 8 o'clock, but uh, it's only 6 o'clock. We're just getting ready to start church in Kalinga. So praise the Lord. I mean, I'm just raring and ready to go. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, no, no, no. I'm not going to be here until we get out in Kalinga. Praise the Lord. What's the difference between preaching like a pastor and preaching like an evangelist? 30 minutes. That's, that's the difference. <sighs> Whoa. 
How are you going to preach? Are you going to preach like a pastor and evangelist? You just never know. Praise the Lord. You know the difference between preaching and teaching, don't you? One is telling, the other's yelling. Praise God. So, so maybe you'll get a little bit of both tonight. But anyway, so I'm driving down the road, and this just been in my craw for several years now. You know, the state or, or, or the city of Indianapolis, I guess it's not really so much the city of Indianapolis, but I guess the city of Indianapolis squawked so, so loud that, uh, they, that they decided that they were going to change the entire time. Man, one time I remember I was evangelizing, and, um, and we were preaching somewhere in, in um, I, I guess that would be Michigan's to the east of Indiana, right? Uh, see, I don't know the difference between north, south, east, and west. For me, all you got to say is go straight, go backwards, right, or left. And then, then that'll... that'll... <laughs> Your pastor must have known that because he said, take a right here, take a right here. He must have known north, south, east, west doesn't compute with that guy. So anyway, um, and, and uh, I, I totally forgot. And, and it, was a, it was a church that... There are people getting the Holy Ghost there, and, and uh, it, there were good things that were happening there. And, and I, I, I'd heard good things, and I'd never preached there before. And it was a Sunday night, and all of a sudden I remembered that there was a part of the state. I come walking in, and, and I thought, man, this church really is with it. Here it is, pre-service prayer meeting, and they got a prayer line going. Little did I realize that they were in that part of the state that they were an hour ahead. So I thought I was... I was late to church. Praise God. And uh, so, anyway, Indianapolis wanted to be like New York. Now, I have no idea why they would want to be like New York. You're not New York. You're Indianapolis. Come on now. And, uh, and, And so, you're probably wondering, what does Indianapolis and New York have? I'm going somewhere with this. Just remember, random rambling thoughts. Um, and, and so... Being in California, and now Indianapolis is on Eastern time instead of Central time, instead of being two hours behind, we're three hours behind. You know how hard it is to get a hold of somebody? You know how ticked I get when it's, you know, I'm getting my sister. She does it all the time, and, and I'm going to fix her wagon when I, get, when I get there. I get text messages at 4.30 in the morning. It's like, you know, she's just wanting to have a conversation. So what do you mean? I'm getting ready to get up in a half hour. I still got a half hour of sleeping. And man, it really, it, it just kind of perturbs me. It annoys my wife to no end. Uh, but uh, anyway, they, they, they want to be like New York. They, they want to be like New York. You're not New York. You, we got to be like New York because everything goes on New York's time. Well, man, I'm glad that L.A. don't want to be like New York. Can you imagine that? Seven, well, it's 7 o'clock here, and it's 4 o'clock in the morning. We're driving around in dark. And at midnight, it's still broad daylight outside. I mean, it'd be crazy. And, uh, you know, that's what's going on. I, I see this happening in the ranks of apostolic Pentecostalism. That people are saying, you know, I, I just, I, I don't know what it is, but I, I want to see what it's like out there. Hey, listen, there is nothing out there for you. There is nothing that is out there for you. Don't sit there and say, you know what, I wonder what it would be like to be like that. And, hey, listen, Indianapolis didn't need to be like New York. And now the state is so confused, there's a swath that is on central time so that they can stay like Chicago. Well, man, what's, that's a state with schizophrenia. I mean, you got one wanting to be like New York, you got another one wanting to be like Chicago. Hey, be like, be like Indianapolis. Cut your own way. Just be apostolic. Just live for God. Learn to have a prayer life. Get into the worshiping of God. Hey, 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 okay, this is my last rambling thought, and then I'll get on to, if, if you are new here, you want to know how to make it, I'm going to tell you exactly what you have to do. I preached a couple of weeks ago in, in uh, Kalinga, and there were, there were a bunch of people who were sitting on the back row, and I said, hey, you in the back. You want to be here in six months? This is what you got to do. Well, 
I don't know where you're at, but if you're new here, you want to be here in six months. This is what you need to do. You need to develop a close relationship with this man and his wife. If Let them help you. They will help you. They're not going to push you faster than you need to be pushed. And they're not going to pull you. What they're going to do is they're going to love you. And they're going to encourage you to keep coming. And they're going to encourage you to keep praying. They're going to encourage you to just keep seeking God. And letting the Spirit of God do a work. Because if you let it happen, it's not by might. It's not going to happen by your own ingenuity. It's not going to happen by your own willpower. It's not by might. It is not by power. But it's by my spirit saith the Lord of hosts what is it that changes us it's the spirit of God through the preaching of the word of God don't listen to Aunt Alice that says you don't need to go there listen to yourself that says man I know what it's like to be on that side coming to the church for the very first time seeing uh, I wasn't even used to an organ. It was, I wasn't used to any of it.